Fundraising everywhere. 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 You need to add me in there. Hello all, welcome to the podcast. This is Simon Scriver here, one of the co-founders of Fundraising Everywhere and Everywhere Plus. In today's podcast, we wanted to share some of the stories and some of the interviews from our Charity Virtual Event Awards, which happened in October 2022. If you don't know the Charity Virtual Event Awards, we run this every year. Uh, there's a number of categories and there it's open to any charities or nonprofits who want to enter who are doing amazing new things with virtual events um, and are using them really, really well to, to further their mission and achieve some of their goals. Um, so our awards, we get an opportunity to uh, celebrate these. We get an opportunity to highlight some of the organizations around the world who are doing amazing things. And thanks to our partners at Enthuse um, and thanks to our virtual event platform, Everywhere Plus, we get to bring everyone together, celebrate, and give out a cash prize, as well as a year's free membership to Fundraising Everywhere. Yes, it's not just one of those Mickey Mouse awards. We actually give a cash prize as well, which we know goes a long way for some of these organizations. Um, and so at our awards, if you've never been there, one of the highlights for me is that our man on the red carpet, Josh, uh, he goes ahead and interviews some of the winners of these one, uh, uh, categories. And there's some great learnings in there. It's great to hear what people have been doing and some of the challenges they've faced and, and some of the successes so that we can learn from those. Um, and so in today's podcast, we wanted to share a few of those interviews because, frankly, I just found them really, really interesting. Um, so our first winner that uh, we're going to be hearing from was the winner of the Best Innovation in Virtual Events category. Uh, and the winner of that was, drumroll, Clearpath UK. Clearpath UK, yay! Um, and so Josh is going to go over now and talk to Clearpath UK. Clearpath UK is a coalition of survivor-led services who are pooling resources and research to create legislation, legislation and educated abuse reform. The message is simple. It's to fix a problem. They believe we must first acknowledge it and discover its root causes. In the words of Desmond Tutu, we must stop pulling people out of the water and we must go upstream and find out why they are falling in. Makes sense to me. Um, so Clearpath UK, they run a 10-week abuse trauma healing program. It's called the Four Cornerstones for Healing. Very, very interesting stuff. And their events are how they raise funds to keep delivering it. So let's head on over to Josh for our first interview. Um, and let's hear what our amazing winners have to say. And here she is. Hello. Is this Claire Louise Chamberlain? By any it way? is. Hello. And thank you so Hello. much. No, thank you for joining me on the red carpet. I'm so excited to meet you. So. I'll just um, do a quick introduction. This is Claire Louise Chamberlain from Clearpath UK. They're a coalition of survivor and professional-led uh, services working in abuse reform. Claire, you've just won Best Innovation in Virtual Events. How do you feel? Tell me about it. So, so thrilled. I'm so sorry for being slightly late getting backstage. Um, yeah, I had a little bit of technical difficulties, but really, really honoured. And just thank you so much. We do have Gemma Heron here, too, who's one of the other directors. She's, uh, oh, here she is. Gemma, Gemma, welcome to the red carpet. Yay! <laughs> hey, Gemma, thank you for joining us as well. Um, so you guys have just won Best uh, Innovation in Virtual Events. Do you want to tell me a bit about the event, what it is that you guys actually did? 
Sure. So Clearpath UK, um, we're a coalition of organisations, actually. And what we're doing is we're trying to revolutionise the way that abuse is tackled in the UK. Um, basically, to quote um, Desmond Tutu, to stop pulling people out of the water and to start going upstream to find out why they're falling in. And part of what we do at the conference is get lots of different people from lots of different um, types of abuse backgrounds because actually showing that it's all connected and that actually uh, we need to look at a much more holistic approach when it comes to the solutions for that is, is really important to us and it's kind of integral to what we do at Clearpath UK. And so mm. we tell the story from a prevention, acknowledgement, trust and healing perspective to, to show everything that's needed because without one, the others aren't effective, so there's really no point. So we have to really work at everything um, together to, to, to make it work. And that's what the event is about. We tell stories and share solutions. Absolutely. And I love, like, as fundraisers in the sector that we are, powerful storytelling is, is kind of our bread and butter. It's what we do so well. And uh, tell me a bit, Gemma, like, did this, um, by doing it virtually, what was the big innovation there for you guys? Is that something you'd done before? Or, or was there a bit of a struggle to get, no, I'm getting a lot of anxious head shaking. How was it, uh, what was the journey to get a virtual event through yeah. approvals? Like, what was the journey? I'll jump in it because was, Gemma came I, in as, because oh, this, Gemma was, Gemma's been a director since just after last year's event. She came on board as part of the team. Um, yeah. So, but she's she's been absolutely amazing. We've done an event this year that's been a hybrid, but last year's event, which is what we've been awarded this for, basically during the pandemic, what we all noticed was that there was a huge spike in the need for services around abuse. Um, but at the same time, there was over the over that year, there was an eighty percent cut in funding to different mm. abuse services. Seventeen refuges closed the year of the pandemic, twenty twenty. And considering the severity of the need for those resources, we it just sat sat wrong with all of us. Yeah, um, absolutely. We noticed, yeah, and the events that would usually be um, sort of used and, and utilised in order to raise funds and awareness around this were all being cancelled because of the pandemic. And so little old single mum of three from Lincolnshire sat and thought, well, this isn't very good. And I thought, well, somebody needs to do something. <laughs> And then I went, oh, going, well, what did my mum always say? If you, if you want to do something, roll this sleeve and do it yourself. Hell hath, so, hell hath no fury, like a mum from Lincolnshire who's got a mission <laughs> and she knows what she wants to do. And I think my, my final question for you both is with this, having done this big innovative event, and it sounds like you're now doing it hybrid, is this the way forward for the Clearpath UK coalition? It's, it's hybrid events and virtual events and doing that kind of very accessible online huge appeal huge audience kind of moment yeah absolutely the big thing uh sorry for claire and um, and all of us here is that it, it, we have to make sure that we're accessible for for everyone yeah. and so by being virtual that gives us the opportunity to to reach more people and to to be accessible for those people who can't you know maybe travel in the same way as what they used to be able to or or anything like that so we just feel like it's a really good way of being inclusive and reaching more people that's it. And until Absolutely. we get government funding for it, because we run a 10 week, it's a completely free 10 week trauma informed healing program for survivors. And we run it through Clearpath UK. And without the virtual events, we can't get that information out to people because we haven't got a huge budget. We're quite a small, small organisation, but we provide support. We've, we've just gone over our thousandth survivor, so providing the free programme. Yes. So, um, so, yeah, until we get government funding, which we're going to keep pushing for, um, we're going to continue to raise awareness via our online virtual platforms and 
doing it in as well we have to innovate because um with a tiny budget comes comes innovation doesn't it you, you look course. at how to make it work differently potentially to people with a bigger budget who would just do follow the normal patterns i guess Absolutely. That's really cool. I've heard some really fantastic things there around accessibility and small, <laughs> led by a mum from Lincolnshire who rolled her sleeves up, like a small initiative doing really big things. And that's awesome. So another huge congratulations to you both. This is an absolutely fantastic achievement for you guys and for the ClearPath uh, Clear UK coalition. Heck yes, well done to ClearPath UK. Lovely interview there. Great to hear uh, everyone getting so excited. We deserve to get excited. Um, the fundraisers are achieving some amazing things out there. So it's it's really, really great to celebrate them at, the, at these awards. Um, I do want to give a special shout out for one of our winners who couldn't make it on the day. So we don't have an interview to share with you on this podcast. Uh, but St. Catherine's Hospice in Crawley, they won the best virtual fundraising event category. Um, and their virtual event, their online appeal was really, really uh, interesting. They generated an extraordinary 1,920 individual donations. Um, they had secured four matched funders for that. And the appeal as a whole generated uh, uh, more than £1 million for St. Catherine's new hospice project. So really excellent stuff there. Well done to St. Catherine's Hospice, um, Jackie and the team. Great stuff. Great stuff. Um, on to our next category, we had the best virtual non-fundraising event, and the winner of that was New Pathways. Well done to New, New Pathways. Um, New Pathways is a charity. They offer support to adults and children that have experienced rape, sexual assault, sexual abuse, uh, sexual violence as a whole. And, and this can obviously be a really uh, difficult subject to broach. Not exactly something that, that you know, uh, people will come to an in-person event uh, to discuss necessarily. Um, it's a harder thing to tackle. And, and so many people who are affected by it, you know, we we don't know, or we will never know that they were affected by it. So being able to provide these virtual events like this really um, is a great way to connect with, with those kind of people. Um, New Pathways has said themselves that only 15% of people who experience sexual violence ever disclose that they have been affected. And I, I used to be a fundraiser in a sexual abuse charity myself. And, and really, it's just, it's mind-blowing how many people are affected by this and how little we're talking about it. So we were really, really um, delighted uh, to see this nomination come in. Our judges picked this as a winner. Uh, and a huge well done to New Pathways for winning the best virtual non-fundraising event. So let's head over to our man on the red carpet, Josh, um, and let's hear this little interview. Here we go. Hi, Mike. How are you doing? Good evening. Um, thank you very much. What a, what a, what a pleasant no surprise. What a, well, what a well-earned uh, award. And we're going to hear a lot about the award that you guys have won, which is the best virtual non-fundraising stewardship event, uh, which, um, hold on, we've got Debbie, we've got Mike, and we've got Lee Martin. So we've got everyone in the room today. This is a lot of people squeezed into my tiny one-bedroom flat. How weird is that? Uh, so as I said, online parties the best virtual non-fundraising stewardship event. Mike, do you want to start by telling me a bit about the event itself? What did you guys do that has won you this award? Yes, yeah, sure. Um, basically, New Pathways, um, we support people who are affected by rape and sexual abuse. Um, very similar work to, to um, Clear Path, actually. Um, we're in our 30th year next year, um, believe it or not. And I, I've been here for about 20 of them. Um, and really, um, the, the event was born out of necessity um, because we, we provide services for a lot of people. But when the pandemic hit, obviously all the face-to-face -face stuff stopped so we had to we had to think outside the box and we had to because there's people desperately needed the service so um a, a big thanks to debbie and her team debbie heads up our, our training and uh, and research um so literally overnight 
she'd planned um, and trained all our staff to start delivering services virtually. So um, we really didn't miss a step. So the, the reason for the um, event, not it wasn't about um, wasn't about fundraising, although you know that's that, that's very important for us. Obviously, it's about awareness raising and mm -hmm. the issue of rape and sexual abuse. You talk about it, and people look at the floor and walk backwards. They, they don't really want to think about it, let alone engage in it. Um, but we, it, it's part of our our mission, if you like, to raise awareness about the subject, um, to destigmatize it, so encourage more people to come forward and seek help because the problem is huge. It really is, um, mm -hmm. and we kind of expected maybe a hundred people to turn up, hundred and fifty maybe max. We had eight hundred people turn up to the event, which I awesome, was yes, um, which was flipping terrifying when I was hosting it, and, and <laughs> Debbie was hosting part of it as well. And when we saw, we were seeing the numbers go up in, on, on the counter. Um, yeah, it, it became a lot more squeaky than I was anticipating. Oh, but it, that's it was amazing. It was, it was just a, such a great event. So, and it was really um, just heartening that that many people were interested in finding out more about the subject matter and what we and what we do and mm -hmm. what other people are doing. But as you said, it's important that you can actually access or sort of people that many people can get access to those really important services. And that's what virtual events really do differently to in real life events or there's maybe a hybrid space in the middle. Debbie, I heard some stuff there about you turning this around in 24 hours. Have you recovered yet? Do you need a glass of wine? Are you OK? How is the process of setting this up? Yeah, it's, it's hard work, a lot of work. We've got a really good team around us. Um, I think we we knew as soon as we needed to change things over that we had to act really fast, the same as many organisations. And as people said earlier, for our service users, we need to we need to move into different ways of doing things. So it was really lovely to see so many service users and so many professionals and members of the community being part of the event. Mm, that's brilliant to bring so many different strands of the work that you do together as well. And Lee, I'll ask you this final question. Does this mean virtual events are here to stay for new pathways? Is this something you guys will do again? Is it going to be sort of part of your bread and butter from now on going forward? I think the answer to that is absolutely yes. In fact, we're already in the process of planning um, the next frontline focus event for February next year, which we hope is we're using all the feedback from the first event um, just to make it um, better and uh, more interesting for people and really appeal to um, the type of audience that we attracted. So um, mm. who knows, we might hit the thousand mark next time. I mean, I wouldn't be surprised. I'm saying it 1600, double or nothing. I reckon that's, you're gonna hit a okay, really okay. huge number next year. <laughs> that's a challenge, I'll take it. No, I've got all faith in this. I think it sounds absolutely fantastic. So another huge congratulations to you guys at New Pathways for the best virtual non-fundraising stewardship event award there. Yes, nice one indeed. We love that. Um, right, we're on to our next category, um, and this was the best online stewardship category. The winner of this was a, a charity called Become. Um, and so we're going to hear Josh chat to Will Robinson. Uh, Will, Will is one of the, the people behind this. Um, they launched their online gaming uh, um, virtual events in April 2020 in reaction to the pandemic. Um, and Become Players is what they call it. It's grown into a kind and supportive community of over 150 gamers. Not only does everyone in the community support one another with their fundraising and streaming on Discord, they raise awareness of the cause and Become's work. 
Uh, many began streaming for the first time with become players and gone on to become thriving content creators with special communities of their, their own. And this is a great example of how um, a, a, an organization, a charity like become can support fundraisers or, or people out there who are already out there who maybe just don't know how to fundraise, have never considered it before, um, you know, really need a bit of encouragement and a bit of support. And that's exactly what become have done. So I really love this one. Um, so let's let's go on over to Josh uh, and let's hear him chat to the, the, the good people at Become. Yes, I'm joined by Will. He's in the backstage. Will, there he is. How are you? Hey, I am. Yeah, over, overjoyed. Um, yeah, nervous to be here, but yeah, really exciting. Well, don't be nervous. This is just the red carpet. It's not that important. It's just a chance to have a really relaxed conversation with me about your uh, award. So you've just won Best Online Stewardship. And when I was looking through some of the descriptions for some of the entries, this one really stood out to me for the use of Discord, which I think is just really, really cool. Um, do you want to tell me a bit about the virtual event award, the virtual event, the virtual event that you've won the award for? Guys, we need to change the name of this entire event. But do you want to tell me a bit about your virtual event? Yes, yeah, and and yeah, this is very live for me. I've literally just messaged on the Discord saying we've won, and everyone's congratulating us because um, I'm very much awesome. accepting this accepting this award on behalf of the community. Um, because yeah, like I, I launched it, but and and then I had to seed it for a couple of months. But yeah, essentially, it's all of them. It's all them. We've got about 200 people, nearly like 195 gamers and streamers on this Discord channel who are all supporting each other. Um. But to answer your question, um, so it kind of uh, was in reaction to uh, the pandemic initially um, that we wanted to get into gaming fundraising. Obviously, we had kind of a hole in our, our fundraising income that we needed to um, try and fill. Um, and, and, and it was obviously an at-home kind of socially distanced event. So, um, yeah, we, we, we launched Become Players um, in one event. And, and yeah, it, it was like really successful um, and raised £5,000. So, so we, we've been doing it again and again since. And, and we're actually we're hosting a, a, an event right now this week. And, and so I'm, I'm very pleased to say we've exceeded that £30,000 milestone last night. Um, so, yeah, really exciting. We've even got like three streamers live right now. I'm almost like, should I share screen oh and, and let them accept the award? But, um, but no, so, so they're really good, really, really amazing people all these games and streamers so um yeah big thanks to them oh that's really really cool and so the fact that you've peaked that 30 peaked that thirty thousand pound mark that's awesome that's absolutely amazing and of course you've won a thousand pound donation to the charity as well which is awesome so you guys have got that as part of your award um so are you going to continue to grow the, the event it sounds like you are right it sounds like you're going to keep doing it keep doing it yeah 100 percent. like um yeah, like gaming and streaming is just getting bigger and bigger every year. Every charity should be getting involved. Like, there's there's enough Dude. streamers, and gamers, um, to go around, uh, and and they're kind of leading the way, really. Um, this I'm wearing this because this is like one of the rewards incentive. If everyone, anyone who from raises two hundred pounds gets one of our, our our become players gaming jerseys. So um, oh, yeah, that's it, so cool. Yeah, so so a couple of people have already won it this week. So yeah, really exciting. Um, and yeah, and just helps to build that community because community because then they they kind of wear this on the next stream and yeah like it all, all just builds the hype and, and encourages others to get involved um but yes absolutely going to be scaling it over the next year or two and, and discord is a massive part of it um so yeah mm. really really happy to to be winning this award thank you oh that's so awesome well look a huge congratulations from everyone at the fundraising everywhere team
and from the entire audience. I'm sure this is one of this is one I think that people are going to go back and Google later and then tell their friends and pretend they knew what Discord is. I think there's going to be a lot of that happening in the fundraising sector tomorrow in response to this award. But congratulations again. And you've got that donation there and you've got your uh, yearly membership to fundraising everywhere as well for training and learning, which is really, really fantastic. It is fantastic, isn't it? I mean, forget about the cash prize. The cash donation is great, um, but you can't beat a fundraising everyone membership, can you? Um, we had one more category. Um, there was no live interview for that one as well, but I just wanted to, to highlight it. This was the People's Choice Award. So at the end of the event, um, anyone who hasn't picked up an award, uh, um, you know, in one of the four main categories, we run an, a, a public poll uh, where anyone can vote for their favorite and we get our people's choice winner our people's choice winner in 2022 was the vavengers um and the vavengers they are a um a charity committed to ending female genital mutilation they do some really really important work really amazing work um and and they were very new to it. i mean this is what uh dominica the the nominee for the uh award said this was my first campaign as I just started working for the organization and I've never seen many organizations and people coming together um, for an online campaign. The campaign wasn't just to raise funds, but also to educate members of the public on the issues women and girls across the world are facing. They gained so, or we have gained so many new supporters, landed a new multi-year grant and increased visibility by securing our first ever patron. It was this one campaign that made us go from a startup organization to an expanding organization. And I love that. Just such such a positive impact in fundraising. You know, the more conversations you have in fundraising, the more you're out there, uh, the more people you interact with, the more magic happens. You know, these corporate partnerships come out of it. Uh, uh, individual donors come out of it. Grants come out of it. Legacies come out of it. You know, it's obviously there's a lot of work that fundraisers do behind that, um, but you're not going to get uh, anywhere unless you're interacting with people and having these conversations. So huge, huge well done to the Avengers, huge well done to all of our winners. And if you want a piece of the action next year, we will be back for the Charity Virtual Event Awards 2023. So do nominate your own organization, do nominate an organization you love, do share this amongst anyone that you think would benefit uh, uh, from from not only the donation, not only the fundraising everyone membership, but someone who deserves to be recognized and someone who deserves to be shouted about and someone, you know, that we can get in, uh, onto, onto a virtual event, chat to them, and we can all just celebrate them because, you know, there's not enough of that in, in the uh, fundraising sector, in the charity sector. Everyone works so hard, puts so much into this, and is just doing su such amazing things that, you know, we love it at Fundraising Everywhere. We love um, patting them on the back giving them these awards and just uh, bring us all together just to celebrate each other and help each other and support each other. Um, so if you, you're interested in, in being part of the Charity Virtual Event Awards 2023, you will find the details at fundraisingeverywhere.com. It's not open for nominations yet at the time of recording this, um, but do stay in touch by joining our mailing list or dropping us a line at hello at fundraisingeverywhere.com and just make sure you don't miss, um, um, miss it next year when we open for nominations. Get in there. Right, that's it. Let's finish up today's podcast. Uh, thanks for joining me. Thanks for listening back to those with me. I'm gonna listen. I think I'm gonna listen to those uh, once a month because every time I listen to them, it gets me fired up again and gets me excited about fundraising. So I think I'm gonna program that in, or maybe set it as set set those conversations as my alarm that wakes me up each morning. I don't know. Um, but that's it, my friends. Do uh, join us for a future event. Uh, sit, check out everything that's coming up on fundraisingeverywhere.com. Um, and, and we'll see, see you or be speaking to you at the next podcast episode or at one of our virtual events coming up. Thanks so much, everyone.
fundraising everywhere. 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 You need to add me in there.